Welcome to the Law of Attraction in Action podcast. My name is Michelle Joy, and thank you so much for joining me. I'm here to inspire you to live amazing lives through the Law of Attraction and help you see how powerful you really are. In this podcast, you'll hear interviews, and I will give you inspirational talks on my Monday session. So thank you so much for joining me, and happy manifesting! Welcome to Love Attraction in Action. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. My name is Michelle Joy and I am your host. And today is our soulmate Saturdays. I'm so excited for this new series that I'll be doing. And I'm going to share with you people who have found their mates, how they found their soulmates and what they did to attract their soulmates, which is so important. And so I've put a shout out to the social media world and so many people came to me and I'm so excited to share these stories because when we hear people's stories, it reminds us that this is possible. And before I met my soulmate, as many of you have heard, even listening to me for a while, I had to trust in people's stories because I didn't have any examples of soulmates in my life. So I'm so excited to share this new series with you. And today's guest, I'm so excited. You were my first guest in this new idea, this new um, series that I'm doing. So thank you for being my first. Um, her name is Armin A, and she is a law of attraction coach and consultant specializing in the teachings of Neville Goddard and Abraham Hicks. And I'm telling you, everyone who listens to my podcast totally is into all of this too, I'm sure. So, and so I love you're going to share your soulmate story, how you met your soulmate. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Michelle. This is, this is fun already. I'm having fun. I love it. I mean, I can talk like forever about my story. So <laughs> this, this works out it. just fine. Yeah. I'm sure you can yeah. too. So. Yes, I can. Cause I, I always say like when I share that, I'm always like, I'm telling you, so, cause I know you can manifest it too. And yeah, you know, yeah. I come from an, 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 like, I don't remember, I remember her name, one of the books that I've read, um, it'll come to me later, but there's a lid for every pot. And I've always stood by that. There's always somebody out there for us. So if you're listening, you're single, or maybe you're in a relationship, you want to find ways to get to know you more. Cause a lot of this I'm going to be teaching or talking about in this series is what we did to prepare to manifest our soulmate. And that's a huge part of it, isn't it? Definitely. It, yeah. Prepaving, you know, like, like Abraham might say. Yeah. So, um, so tell us the story. How did you meet your soulmate? And tell us, <laughs> tell us that love story. I love it. Okay, well, I guess the story starts with the backstory, um, which was when I was pretty young, I, I was like good, I was a happy kid, I had a great time in high school, and at some point, I don't know what it was, but I became depressed, and I didn't address it, and it just kind of just went along like that. I started not going to my you know, after-school club meetings, I started not being involved in the other programs I was involved in school. So somehow I managed to, to get a scholarship to university anyway. <laughs> so I went, I did that for a semester and a half and I just couldn't go anymore. I had no interest. I just lost interest in most things. But this thing came up where I met somebody and they wanted to get married. And at first I said, no way. And then I guess it became a comfort thing where, you know, when nothing else is going on in your life. And when you contemplate something for long, just long enough, it see, starts to seem normal and an okay idea. <laughs> So yeah. I got married pretty young um, to not a bad person at all. Um, we were married for seven years, um, but I was not happy for most of it because I was basically living a life that really wasn't for me. Um, but I wasn't um, comfortable enough to express that. Um, so I kept it in myself and I just felt 
worse and worse and worse um, until one day I forced myself to see a therapist just once and I kind of just walked in and bawled the entire time. Um, I purged because I hadn't told anybody anything about me not being happy. And at this point, I had already seen The Secret <laughs> a couple of times. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I had a really good idea of how we're creating our own reality. Um, I, I need to let go of that tension. So, so after that therapy session, I realized that it's not about whether or not I was going to get divorced, but when was it going to happen? And you know, all the details were not figured out. Um, so I let that happen. <laughs> um, so we became separated and it was all of a sudden like the sun came out and, and not in any way to offend my ex-husband or their family I, at all. It was just like something that wasn't for me. I, I kind of let it go finally, instead of trying to make it seem okay that it was, would work. Um, and all of a sudden the space opened up and the sun came out in my life and and I would say, be happy, happy for no reason, you know? And I was just, um, you know, when I, when I drove around, like I would, you know, blast the music and I felt good about it. I felt like I had another chance, and which I never thought I would have really. It was just more about like hopelessness until that point. So slowly, um, within a couple months, I started um, applying this thing that I actually looked up back then. There wasn't that many, there weren't that many resources as there are now on, online for Law of Attraction. And mind you, this is like 2010, 2000, late 2010. And um, so I, I looked up uh, manifesting love, right? And then this thing with Deepak, Deepak Chopra came up and he was giving some advice. It was like a basic short video, but I changed some words around and I made it for me. And I made it into, um, I deserve your love. Thank you for loving me. So I decided to fall asleep, repeating that to myself. So I guess you could say it was an affirmation, right? And, but what I did was I didn't just repeat it over and over. I, I said it really slowly, especially the first few times. And I let each like word sink in before I went on to the next. And it was very emotional because I guess when you think you'll never be divorced and then you are, and, and then you feel good, but then it just, you, I didn't have to work on all that stuff that, people might think they have to work on, on their past in order to have a better future. It was just like, just applying that and feeling like I deserved love, allowing myself to feel that, just shed everything. And it let me feel loved and feel like I deserve it. Um, so I just fell asleep saying, I deserve your love. Thank you for loving me. And I was sleeping in my daughter's bedroom. <laughs> she was like four, three or four years old at the time. Oh, you have and one girl, one daughter? I, I, well, with my, with my new guy, I have another girl. She's three years old. So I have a 13 year old, oh, okay. and a three year old. Yeah. Two girls. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. And so I fell asleep, you know, on the futon in my daughter's bedroom. Um, I want to say every night, but it really wasn't every night. Um, for a while it was because just, it felt so good. And, and when previously I had been falling asleep at like four in the morning because I didn't want to sleep. I didn't want to like face <laughs> my bed in the darkness and another day. Um, I would just like, you know, watch food TV or HDTV until there was nothing on anymore. It was just infomercials. So, but now that I, once I did this, I couldn't wait to get into bed because it felt so good. And as I was saying that I would just, you know, imagine what it felt like to have someone's arms around me and it felt safe and it felt good. And I felt loved and, you know, for who I was, not just someone to fill a role, you know? And, um, I, I felt the arms around me. I didn't have a face, but it didn't matter because 
that feeling doesn't require the details you might think it requires. Um, I just felt physically the arms around me being held um, and as many senses as I could involve in that imaginary scene, I did. Um, and then, and then, you know, I just did every once in a while. And I realized that when I would go to stores, I would get excited about seeing certain things that didn't appeal to me before. For example, at Macy's, I was in the lingerie section and it, all of a sudden it drew me. I was like, Ooh, lingerie, which, and I had no man in my life at that point. So why, you know, typically I wouldn't be drawn to that, but I was drawn to it and it made me smile and it made me feel good. And I realized that I felt like I already have someone in my life. Um, so just like that, yeah, I'd say maybe altogether it took a couple months, um, until I reconnected with an old friend who I had a crush on, who happens to be the only other person who, um, lives in this city because I, I'm from New York. Um, but I did have this one friend here who I never saw while I lived here. And so you live where? In Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah okay. I live in Los Angeles now and, and he was one of the friends I had before I got married, but I wasn't allowed to have male friends while I was married. So we did not keep in touch. Um, but something just, I had the impulse to just message him on American online instant messenger. I don't know if you remember that, but <laughs> that was big at one point. Um, so I messaged him and, you know, I told him I'm separated and as friends, we were just talking. And then he said he had just broken up with his girlfriend and then that was it. And then one more conversation we had the next day. And I, I don't know how I got the guts to just, I, I, mess, I typed it out and quickly sent, are you attracted to me? <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. um, and um, you know, when you send something and you're like, oh my God, what did right. I just do? You know, right. this could go two completely different ways. Um, but, I was, but, you know, I was going with my instinct and my intuition because I knew at that point that my vibration was really more on a new life and happiness and excitement and already having someone. Um, so yeah, and then I just waited and then I just got a yes, ha 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 ha. You know, it was just so ridiculous because it was so childlike. Uh -huh. uh, that's exactly how our relationship is now too. Like we're both like children, so <laughs> uh -huh. in, a, in a good way. So um, and that's just how it unfolded. And then from then on, it just went into this like extremely quickly bonding and every on every level relationship. And um, it happened very fast. And you on. knew, right? Did you just know? I, I knew, you know, I had always had a crush on him, but I kind of avoided it. And I wouldn't even say I had, I wouldn't even tell myself, admit to myself I had a crush on him because I never thought he would like me that way. But apparently he did. And he never said anything because I was already seeing my ex-husband as my boyfriend back then when we had met in person. Um, mm -hmm. So it just wasn't going to happen back then. Because he was not one to, you know, step into a relationship and like, you know, break up a relationship. And I just didn't, ha I was, I didn't have, the, I wouldn't say I was very insecure, but I, I had very low self-esteem at that point. I, I just didn't think that someone who I thought was so great would like me to, you know? Yeah. You know, I had the same situation with my sweetie where I, when I met him, he came to my group because I would taught the law of attraction here in Portland, it taught a big group and he came uh, with his ex-girlfriend. So oh. at the time they were together. So I didn't place him in that category at all either. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yes. He's just a pretty awesome guy. I mean, he's attractive, but I didn't even place him there. So kind of similar. Like, yes. so, but when I'm asking, did you know, one thing when my soulmate and I came together when, after we were friends for a while and we started really hanging out and it clicked, but when it clicked, we're like, yes, you're the one. And, and I, I love your story because it coincides with mine because 
you know, people go, it's love at first sight, you know, from day one. And some people do have that situation, but you and I didn't have that. But when you connect, I, I, I know for us, we knew, how was it for you two? Yeah. Um, I think when I first met him when I was 17, I, I didn't really understand like what physical attraction and chemistry in that sense was. So what the first time we saw each other, um, when we reconnected after those, com those internet conversations, um, it was like coming home. It was it's like everything tingled and yet it felt so native and comfortable and thrilling at the same time. It was just, you know, I guess a combination that I guess everybody looks for, but, but, and, and I knew in that moment, like when he was holding me the first time, um, like it was funny cause we were in a parking lot overlooking Burbank, <laughs> Burbank, California, like where all the movie theaters, where all the movie, you know, pretty much studios are. So we had gone to the movies, we watched King's speech. And, um, and then afterwards he, we walked up to where his car was parked and it was in the top level. So we had like this nice view and, and he hugged me and it just felt like, wow. Like I, I, I couldn't describe it and I couldn't even, think of the, all the details, the way I appreciated the details of him in that moment and the, mo and the moment itself, I couldn't have painted a better picture. And, but the feeling of it was exactly what I had fallen asleep to. Um, oh, I love that. Yeah, yes. months prior to. And, and in that moment, that's when I realized that, oh my God, I did this. <laughs> like uh -huh. I did this on purpose. And that really changes the way you see a lot of things in life. Oh, I've manifested my sweet. And I've been teaching, I've been teaching law of attraction for a long time. And I absolutely believed in it. Obviously I would be teaching it. But when I manifested it, to, to manifested him, to me, he was the most important thing. I know I needed, I needed him in my life and truly he's changed my life. And a thousand and one ways. And again, people listening know my story, but he's amazing. And, um, but when I think about the doubt that chimes in sometimes with all of us, even though you and I teach law of attraction, we're law of attraction coaches. We are human. We have our moments of self-doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, but then I go, but I manifested him. And I go, oh, okay. If I manifested such an amazing man, I can do anything. And that always, I always go back to that because I think about how difficult. See, I waited six and a half years to, to manifest my, my sweetie. So it doesn't always come very quickly for a lot of people. It doesn't, but I did it. You did it. And this is why I want to share these stories because it is possible. I did the same as you. I pretended to have fake dinners with them. I would, you know, put my hand out in the car and holding his hand, um, wrote stories about him. I did it all. And um, it's amazing how it's came true. So I love your story because this, this is just so great. This is why I want people on my show share their stories. Yeah. Tell me though, also again, because it'd be fun to talk about what that soulmate relationship is to you. Because some people ask, well, what is a soulmate relationship? And it's, yeah. I have my own definition, but I want to hear your definition. And then maybe after all my interviews, we'll really all go, okay, now I get it, right? So what do you think a soulmate relationship is? If I may, I'll start by saying what it's not, in my opinion. Yeah, sure. <laughs> in my opinion, it's not although it could be, but it's not necessarily a relationship that's always happy-go-lucky. Often it is, but it doesn't mean you're not going to argue. It doesn't mean, right. yeah. And I think a soulmate relationship for me in my experience and a lot of what I hear from my clients, but in general, I'd say, is someone who when you are with them, 
you feel alive and you feel like you've come home in some, some sense. And also that you, you grow together. Um, yeah, I think that's part of it too. You grow together and um, whatever friction you might have is really, you, you know, it's part of the growth. So mm -hmm. as emotional as you might get sometimes, you know that, you know, you always end up coming home to them, you know, at the end, it, it's that feeling of, but this person is home, you know, this person is so native to me. And again, for me, like it, in every aspect of relationship was like just astonishing, like to me that, wow, like how is in one package, everything um, mm -hmm. intellectually stimulating. Like I had never had conversations with any other men or women for that matter um, on, on anything, spirituality, history, anything um, emotionally, like, he was very expressive about his emotions and as am I, I'm very open about those things, um, which was great. And physically like total, like complete physical attraction. So for me, it was the trifecta in that sense. And that's part of, I think the entire soulmate relationship. I know soulmate can mean different things to different people, but for me, that's what it means in my story. Right. And that's why I wanted just to get people's stories and what they think, because I'm no judge to say, this is what soulmates is, but this is what it is to me. And the more right. people I interview, which I will be interviewing lots of people, I have a lot of people already in the check, which is so exciting, but I want to hear their stories. And then, you know, eventually they will see a pattern. And the one thing, cause I've already interviewed several soulmate relationships is just my regular podcast. But what is the, the one thing that I find is that when you're in a soulmate relationship, you love each other so unconditionally and you see each other so completely and you don't put your stuff onto each other. So most relationships, they project, they have an issue with themselves. They don't want to deal with themselves. So they go, okay, I'm going to put that on you. And it's yeah. your fault that this is a problem. It's you're the one who's doing this. It's blaming or whatever. In a soulmate relationship, it's actually very much of we both partners own their stuff. Yeah. things will come up. Absolutely. We're going to get tricked. We're humans. It's impossible to be with another human being without having issues, especially with people like my sweetie and I, where we, we met in our forties. So we had years before each other that were kind of messed up, <laughs> but yeah. we love each other through those tough moments. Is that yeah. something you see with you and your, your partner? Yeah, definitely. You can't take mm -hmm. a human aspect out of it because part of this, you know, wonderful experience on earth is being human so mm -hmm. and and plus like being a soulmate soulmate relationship you value it to a degree that even when you get triggered you just think you know when you have a moment of quiet to yourself you think i don't want to do this like i don't want to bring all my crap <laughs> into here and you know i don't want yeah. this to be ruined or or you know or even if it's something that you feel hurt by, I mean, and ultimately understanding the law of attraction at one point or at many points, it becomes very difficult to blame somebody else for anything because you Absolutely. know that, you know that, <laughs> so Hey, if, if this happened and I got hurt by it, I mean, I can like be angry as angry, angry, angry in that moment and vent either to myself or to, to him. <laughs> I could be like, Hey, but you, but but then it's like, as soon as there's a moment where I'm not like angry, that first moment of quiet in my mind, I'm like, but I know, I know that I must have been aligned with this. So what am I doing to right. align myself with this? And how do I switch it? 
And then of right. course, as soon as you do that, everything dissolves away and everything's fine Absolutely. again. <laughs> so Absolutely. In fact, my sweetie and I got into, I wouldn't even call it an argument. I don't feel like we ever argue. It's almost like we just have uncomfortable moments, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, we've been together four years and I honestly feel like we, we never through um, arguments, but those uncomfortable moments will come. And so one time we went, we went backpacking and we, we came home. We we're both really tired and I, I needed help with the video and he was tired and we got a little snappy with each other and he's never snapped at me. Like that's how <laughs> sweet he is. And I, so I'm like, what the heck? So all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden I got triggered because I have had exes who snapped at me all the time. Uh, okay. So immediately I went like, boom, I'm upset. You, you know, you asshole. This is what I'm how thinking, dare you? right? Yeah. How dare you? I'm out of here. And like immediately I'm like, no, for one, I know how much he loves me and I know he's never, ever acts like that. And he's tired. He's, he's human. And so instead I said to myself, how can I see this differently? How could I see this differently? I kept saying that mantra I went for a walk in nature. Luckily I live by the park. And in that moment, I like, I let it go. I let it go. And I realized every, that when I get really upset, it was never him. It was the triggers from my past, which pop up, but it, he, he gave me an opportunity to heal that. Cause then I said, I'm not going to go there where I normally went, which is to run away. We close my heart or run away. Instead. I said, how could I see this differently? I know he loves me. I came back. He apologized. I was totally fine. I didn't hold on to anything. That to me is what makes a relationship so special among a thousand yes. other things. Yes. But I think most soulmate relationships have the, I don't know if it's a maturity or if it's a, there's so much love in this relationship, such a deep, deep, unconditional love in this relationship yeah. that you don't want to hurt the other person. So you're willing to do the work because when that trigger comes up, you're willing to do it. So you don't let it seep into them because it's not them. Right? Yeah. You, I think maybe I would, I might explain it in my experience as, and if what you're saying, it's, it's sort of like you are more likely to choose the option of growth in that moment and, ex and evolving and expansion yeah. over, over just the comfort of the hurt that you maybe have been used to feeling in another relationship or something like that. Right, right, right. Cause it becomes a company. I love that you said that. It's almost like a habit, right? We're like, well, this yeah, is what I've always done. So I'm always going to do, but I refuse to do that with him and he refuses to do it with me. Again, he has his own baggage. I don't want to call it baggage is we're, we're blessed with each other. Cause now we can help each other grow. And I love that you said that is it's an opportunity for growth and soulmate relationships. It is about two people coming together who can help each other grow and not hurt each other on that path, right? Yeah. So I love that. Well, what are some advice? Oh, go on, go on. No, I was gonna say, when, when you're not with your soulmate, then you, everything will hurt you and everything will make you want to hurt the other person by impulse even, not even by the intention in the first place. So that's also, right. sorry, I cut you I cut No, you no, no, that's good. <laughs> No, this is fine. It's good to see um, you put up the two together. What's a soulmate? What's a non-soulmate? And that's a question that was going to come up through this whole um, soulmate Saturdays is trying to differentiate yeah. no, but I, yeah. you, you and I are in total agreement, and I agree with you. But one thing I want to end with, I want you to be able to give people advice on a, what is one that I, I think you may have already shared about what can you give someone? So if they're single, they're looking for the soulmate, they've been looking for a while. What's one piece of advice can you give them? And then B, what piece of advice can you give for, um, well, let's just start there and let's go from there. Okay. Um, the one piece of advice I would like to give is stop wondering how it's going to happen because 
I think like in our society, so much of it, especially with, if you're a woman and if your clock is ticking or even if it's not ticking and just everyone else is getting married, um, I think there's a lot of focus on where am I going to meet him? How's it going to happen? Where should I go? How do I be at the right place at the right time? And that is not your job. It is right. so not your job. Just focus on how good the desire feels to you and not desire as in the absence of it, but how good does it feel to you? You know, in your imagination, use your sensory vividness to, to know what it's going to feel like, pave that, like um, decree it, you know, like Neville says, or, or like, like Abraham says, pave, like pave that, that route for you, like pave the road, mm -hmm. like design it the way you want it to be and let yourself sink into the wonderfulness of it. And as, as illogical as that may seem, this is not about reasoning. Like Abraham mm -hmm. says, we are, you, you are not living by human laws. The laws we're actually living by are like the law of attraction there. It's, it's the laws of nature. It's, it's when, if you align yourself with already having that, which you want, then you'll know that you've achieved that by, because you stop wondering how it's going to happen. So mm -hmm. if you're wondering how it's going to happen, I'd say just take a breath and just dwell on the feeling of already having it. Yeah. If you start, and if you start thinking about it again, just be like, it's okay. And be very forgiving of yourself because it, there's not, you're not doing anything wrong. You can never do anything wrong. It's just a matter of remembering, oh yeah, I don't want to be feeling like this. I'd rather be feeling like this. So dwell on the mm -hmm. feeling of already having it and stop wondering how. That's what yes, because how is not our job. Nope. No. And, and my soulmate came to me and yours is someone you already kind of was in your field of energy and you didn't have to go online and go searching for them. Again, I've known people who found their soulmates online. So that, that you're drawn to that, then go for it. But I think the yeah. bottom line is believe it, feel it, like feel that love and then don't worry about how it's going to happen. And then the last question I guess I do want to ask is if you meet somebody, how do you know it's that your soulmate? Because some people, you know, you get tied up with hormones or like desperation. Like I really want this to be it. How, what's something we can give people? Yeah. You won't, you won't even question it. That's exactly what I just tell people because if I'm, if I'm talking to a client and you know, if it's like weekly sessions that I'm having with them, it's not uncommon for them to be like, so I met this new person, maybe it's them, you know, <laughs> and um, mm -hmm. I kind of, I kind of try to discourage that just like to focus on something else, some other aspect of this manifesting process, because if you're going to question if every person you meet is that one, then they're not the one, or you're right, just not right. in alignment, because if you're in alignment with already being with the one, let's say, then, then you won't question when that one comes along, because it's just like, it's magnetic and it's like a puzzle fitting yeah. in. It's so true. It is so true. Oh my gosh. I hate to end <laughs> this because it's such a good conversation. But yes. Armin A, thank you so much. I thank love you that you so. shared your story. And this is, oh, I'm so <laughs> I know, I know. It's amazing. Life is amazing. <laughs> I don't know. Like it becomes natural, but you still know how amazing it is every time. You I know, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I it's just, your story yeah. aligns so much with mine. So I just yes. love that. So um, please share how people can get in touch with you if they want to learn more about you. Okay. Well, the name I go by is Manifest with Armin A. So I have a YouTube channel. It's called Manifest with Armin A. That's M-A-N-I-F-E-S-T-W-I-T-H-A-R-M-I-N-E. Um, so that's, and the same is for my website. So I have a website, manifestwitharmony.com, and my YouTube channel is also manifestwitharmony.com. I do, 
I do free videos. I take, I'm starting to do weekly lives on, I guess, Wednesdays mostly. So that's uh -huh. kind of cool. It's, um, that's it. That's all I have to share. And we're recording <laughs> this on a Wednesday. I love that. And you're going to be my very first uh, Soulmate Saturday guest. Yay! So I'm really excited. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, this is awesome. Thank you so much, well, thank Michelle. You. This is amazing. Good. Yes, yes. I'm so glad to have you. And everybody, check her out. And I hope this inspires you. It gets me giddy because I just, I love yeah. how powerful the universe is. I love that law of attraction really, really works. And I know so many of you out there, and I, because I was there too, are looking for love. And we both just want you to know he or she is coming. Just trust and do everything we're saying. There you yeah. go. <laughs> what, what you seek is seeking you. For sure. Absolutely. I love, well, thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening. If you have a soulmate story you want to share on my podcast, I would love to hear it. Just go to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And I hope you're enjoying this new segment. And thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. And have a wonderful, lovely day and happy manifesting. Thank you again for listening and joining me on my podcast. If you want to learn more about me, please go to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And on there, I have lots of goodies, including guided meditations and inspirational posts and blogs. And of course, I'm here to help you as your coach. So thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.